Welcome to Against the Law, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Friday morning. Yes, joining me as always, I have Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs, babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess, and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How's it going, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Fun Thursday night game last night. Wow. Wow, Brother Bry. What a Thursday night finish that was. It seemed like a snooze fest, right? With my eyes deceiving me, I thought the Vikings were up 29 nothing. had the game in hand. Dalvin Cook looked faster than ever coming back from an injury. Uh, had the game of his life. I think he ended up with over 200 yards. He had 205 yards. And then the Steelers, just out of nowhere, crept back. Weird plays, weird 50-50 balls that their receivers was coming down with. Like 50-50, like the balls <laughs> caught and they're rolling on the ground. You still don't know who got it. Like that right. kind of 50-50. Right, like you thought you thought those were intercepted, right? There was like two balls that I thought maybe were picked that they came down with. But it was nuts. I mean, I was texting you guys. Like I said, I was going to watch Kirby Enthusiasm for like the third <laughs> time because it was 29 nothing. The game was over. It was dead. Mm-hmm. It was one of the worst games to watch at that point in time because I had Steelers, too, getting three and a half. And I also had been over one and a half touchdowns. So the fact that it was 29 nothing there, I thought I was dead on all my bets. But then it became a great yeah. game. Amazing. It was really good. Yeah, I want to pat uh, myself and everybody else on the back here. On the Thursday night uh, pregame show, I picked the Vikings to win 30-24. That's that hit, one. the pick hit, the over hit, our props hit. I had over four and a half touchdowns on uh, against all odds. You can see that on YouTube. You can see that anywhere. Uh, Big Ben to not throw an interception. Harry, that was a loser. loser. The kid had cousins to throw an interception. That's a winner. Brian, you had Ben to have over one and a half touchdown passes. It seems like he comes alive. By the way, we lost all our first touchdown <laughs> picks, which means just double, triple, quadruple up uh, on Monday's picks. But it seems like he has like a quarter and a half of I'm trying to think of the equivalent of maybe he should just be like a reliever because it takes uh, him two and a half quarters to wake up. Like when they he, made John Smoltz a reliever towards the end of his career and he was good, <laughs> right? Like that's maybe what he it's, should do. It's 100 percent true. Like I, I don't know what happens there because Roethlisberger was so bad. Plus it was like they were, you know, they were blitzing. They were blitzing him, and Roethlisberger literally had like a half a second to throw for the first two and a half quarters. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, he had a little bit of time. He was getting rid of the ball quick. It was just amazing the the change within like within minutes. Crazy. And the and one lucky, I, I think lucky. So they're down sixteen. With was it eight minutes left and his fourth and one, and they can't get the playoff. It's like fourth and three. And I, I don't know why. I just felt like they're not going to get a first down here, right? Was it fourth and three or more? But anyway, it, it took them out five yards back and then they end up punting. And I think like two plays later was what should have been a pick six <laughs> if the cornerback had any, any speed at all. Um, but slow. they end up scoring anyway. Uh, yeah, there was like a lot of lucky play. There was like a third and 18, a lot of dumb celebrations, right? Well, the yeah, Viking we gotta, defender we gotta throws talk, him to the ground, celebrates. Yeah, we we got to talk down. about that Claypool play at the end. Yeah. The fact that, I mean, there was about 38 seconds left. He gets, he gives the, uh, I don't know if he gives that first down arrow, whatever they're doing there. Mm-hmm. And then the the thing that the, it's going to drive Tom crazy because I don't know, after, after they spiked the ball there and lost like 10 seconds, Claypool went nuts on the lineman because what ended mm-hmm. up happening is the lineman came over to get the ball. And when he came over to get the ball, they kind of like knocked 
the ball away and then lost another like eight seconds on the clock. So Claypool right. was going nuts on the line. Meanwhile, it's his damn fault. That, of course. That yeah, he's posing while the clock is running. <laughs> and then so like bad. the earlier play, not as uh, egregious, but, you know, Cousins turns it over. It's 29-7. You don't have to do the thing where you run to the other side. It's still, you're still down 22 right. still in the early. fourth quarter. So I, he must hate this team, Tom. <laughs> he probably just doesn't even want to make the playoffs with this team. But anyway, <laughs> it ends with, I mean, that would have been a really, really bad beat if you had Vikings minus three and a half and the Steelers uh, score at the end and don't make the two. But Fryermuth, now, it was a it was a great throw. If you're throwing to Fryermuth, that's the best place you could put it. It's perfect but pass. really almost trying to kill him because there's three right. defenders and one of them, Harrison Smith, um, wisely, instead of trying to take his head off because it would have been a penalty, um, just like strips it just as he trying to corral it, and uh, and it was incomplete. But uh, great yeah, ending, perfect timing, probably ending to the Steelers season. See, this is where that that tie comes in. Like it's like, oh, that needed to be a win. It would have been seven and six right now. Still yeah. a little bit of a chance if they had beaten the Lions. Yeah, um, they're, they're neither of these teams could beat the Lions. Yeah. They are pretty much done, right? I mean, they're pretty much done. Hey, I want to remind you to check out our arcade, uh, extrapoints.com slash arcade. Lots of fun, free-to-play games. You win a gold hat. They're all around the office. Lots of arguing about these gold hats, but you can't put one on your head unless you win it. It's quite quite an honor here. Hit our shop, too, 20% off. Uh, 20% goes to No Kid Hungry, and you can buy some cool stuff there against all odds. Stickers, shirts, hoodies, whatever you want to do. If you have a gambling problem, this could help, uh, you know, alleviate it a little bit. You spread it out. Not like Harry. Harry, by the way, I don't know if you guys know this. Harry bet Aiden Hutchinson to win the Heisman. Uh, now, that's not, not a big deal. It's a six plus 660 or something. Mm. Well, I like it. He put a dollar ten on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, do we, Joel, you're there, right, Joel? Joel, I, unfortunately, why are you bringing him in? What is what is Joel? Well, I'm bringing Joel this? in because I, I after we after you got after you ripped me about my golf dollar ten bets. Yeah, I made the Aiden Hutchinson when I made a case for him about no uh, week ago. But what's the and then point? I just sent the, and then I took the picture for the dollar ten and I sent it to Joel so he could see. Uh, okay, but I, I mean I don't understand what the point. It's just like if he's yeah. if he's a thousand to one, I see put a dollar on it. Um, is it just to be able to say you had to bet where Aiden Hutchinson you won a bet? What, no, you had I just did it with? because after you ripped me, I was being an asshole. That's why. Oh, okay. He put his after. money where he put his money where his mouth is. Not and really. That's a dollar ten. Not so, really. Yeah, dollar ten worth. All right. Uh, let's get to the good stuff. We're gonna bet real money on these games, parlay kid. This one, I'm not so sure about. Our Cowboys go to Washington, the nameless football team. We're laying four points. Forty-eight is the over/under. I don't have a great feeling about this. They have two 17-15 wins in a row. Washington won on a what was it, Monday night against right. Seattle, and then they beat Bryce Raiders on Sunday, 17-15. They seem like the fullest shit team of the month. Tyler Heineke, 196 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. It seems like mm. just enough, whatever they need to do to win. They're 5-1 mm. and one against the spread versus a team with a winning record. That's not good. They're 4-0 against the number in their last four overall and 4-0 in their last four on grass. I see another 17-15 game, and I think we're on the uh, short side of it. I, I wish I was wrong. I know we have them again, so I'm not too worried. And let's take a look at what this team looks like in a month. So I'm not worried about it. We don't have to have it. And Washington's full of crap, so I would take them in the four points. 
Wow, I'm kind of stunned here, Sal. Uh, I, I don't know what to say about it. Um, <laughs> maybe a bit of an emotional hedge uh, for you here. Uh, I, I guess. Um, I mean, we're better. Running... We're better, but we well, don't need what... it. I don't. I don't know. I, I, well, stupid look, team, I... Washington. Well, and so are the Cowboys—they've uh, they're historically a stupid team, uh, and I so I get it though. I do get it. I'm a little surprised. I think the Cowboys, uh, you know, Sal. I think what what's going to help them is we're going to see more Pollard, a lot more Pollard uh-huh. uh, this weekend. I think that's a plus for the Cowboys. Uh, I think Cooper is back healthy. He hardly played uh, in the last game. Right. Uh, they get uh, they have defensive reinforcements now coming into the picture. For the Cowboys. Uh, yes, I wish they could replace Van Der Esch, uh, but he's still in that lineup. I think the Cowboys are the better team. I think uh, this Washington football team uh, has been a little bit lucky mm-hmm. uh, that, um, you know, I, I guess their defense, which wasn't so sharp in the beginning of the year, has really picked it up, at least based on the amount of points they're giving up. They needed Chase Young 15. out of there. He was a problem. Uh, that, it's what, isn't it amazing? Yeah. Chase Young leaves and their defense has been better. Uh, but I think Cowboys exploit that. Uh, I think the Cowboys are just a ta- much more talented team. There's Logan Thomas is out uh, for the Washington football team. Uh, they don't really have, besides McLaurin, uh, I don't know if where they scare you uh, wide receiver-wise. I think Diggs will uh, take care of McLaurin, lock him down most of the game. Cowboys win this, Sal. They win it pretty convincingly in my book. Right. Uh, you know, Somewhere in the like, uh, 27 17 range. All right, that'll be nice. And, you know, Harry's taking on this new favorite team, Washington. And, and how what does he do to celebrate the big matchup against Dallas, a, a game they need to stay in playoff contention? He's flying. Chooses to fly over the Pacific. You will not get any reception. Total either. choice. That's well, it. Uh, that, well, appreciate Parlay Kid. Uh, you know, he takes Dallas every week when, we, uh, when we're going over these games. <laughs> Washington, my new favorite team. Thanks a lot, Parlay Kid, for letting me explain why I might like Washington this week. But, I mean, you just you snag, couldn't even snag name Dallas six immediately. Players the other day. You couldn't <laughs> even name six players. Oh, I ripped it off in Washington. Come I ripped on. it off in a heartbeat. Yeah, heartbeat. That's the problem. <laughs> Harry's heart beats every 40 seconds. That's, that's when we're in trouble. All right, Harry, here's your game. San Francisco at Cincinnati. This line's moved, right? Cincinnati was, weren't they? The, they were a point favorite, and now they're a point and a half underdogs to San Francisco. 48 and a half is the over under. The line still doesn't make sense to me. Both teams coming off a loss, but to the eye, the Bengals seem like the more consistent team in the tougher conference, although we talked about Joe Burrow having more interceptions than any other player, any other quarterback in the league. On the other hand, it could have been four in a row for San Francisco. They blew a nine-point lead to Seattle. Now they're on the road again. I just wish I knew about Elijah Mitchell. He makes such a difference, and now he's got like a knee problem. Uh, He got scoped an MRI and coming off a concussion. He has 290 yards rushing in the last three weeks, takes pressure off Garoppolo. I still like San Francisco to win this game. Cincinnati, uh, they, they're just too inconsistent. Uh, even, even though we like them, we like them. And Mixon didn't practice. Uh, you got, you know, just just weird stuff happens to this team. Jamar Chase has seemed to have given up. They have a big play go against them almost every week. They lost to the Jets. They got creamed by the Browns. They lost a weird game last week to the Chargers. and not looked good. They're 3-11 and against the number. Now, last, this is a Harry stat. Now, last 14 Week 14s. How do you not deal, dig that up, Harry? Last oh, I got, 14, I got a stat week for you. 14s. 24-20 <laughs> final. San yep. Francisco beats Cincinnati. Was that the Super Bowl score? It wasn't 24-20, was it, when they played? I'm going to look that up. While Harry, you uh, give your been, analysis. Uh, go ahead. They played twice. Right, right. The second time. Was it 20 with the Taylor uh, touchdown? Go ahead. You, you, you go. You like San Francisco also. 
Yeah, uh, let's not get to uh, Cincinnati being a weird team, maybe the oddest team in the NFL in a second. But San Fran, I think, uh, gets that loss back that they suffered last week versus Seattle. Uh, for the last six games, San Fran still has scored 30 or more. And Cincinnati, like, last four games, lost by 25 four games ago. Then they win by 19 and 31. Then they tank versus the Chargers last week. Doesn't make any sense. So I think San Francisco is the more dependable team here. Uh, in the last five games, Sal, you mentioned Jamar Chase, too. 60 yards or less in all five of those games receiving. Uh, and a stat of the day, stat of the pod here. Mm. San Francisco, when traveling to the Eastern time zone in their last 10 visits. This is going to be done. It's 9-0-1 against the spread. Okay. Cincinnati's Eastern time? Yeah, it's not Central. Yeah. Okay. All right. 9 0 1. Um, 20 to 16 was the final of that second Super Bowl. And I should remember it better because I was watch, I was the night manager at Dairy Barn, and Harry told a nice story about committing a felony. <laughs> so I might as well uh, match him here. Um, well, who was the Wagner in your grade, uh, Parley Kid? Wagner. Uh, it was, played uh, wide receiver, yes. too. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Rob Wagner? No, no, no. It wasn't it. No. So the, no one cares. What? No one listening cares. Okay. I don't even know why I brought it up. But we used Seven? to. Steven Wagner. Steven? No, no, no. Damn. We'll get it. We'll get it. Uh, Michael Wagner. Michael Mike Wagner. Wagner. No, that was yeah. younger. That was your dad, the team, your tag. Oh, it doesn't oh matter. Gosh. It doesn't matter. I don't want to leave him. Uh, we we So Dairy Barn sold cigarettes for like uh, $2.50 back then, which was a fortune. And so they didn't know if they sold 200 or 250 packs. We would buy cheaper cigarettes, sell those, not ring them up. And then I bet Wagner Ooh. on the Super Bowl. Yes, indeed, I did it. Yeah, come after me. Ooh. I don't care. And so we had like uh, $60 yeah. lined up and sold cigarettes. We were smart about it, except for this part where I'm telling everybody what we did. And, uh, and I had Cincinnati and he had San Francisco and Taylor scores and they win. 20 to 16. Wow. So there you go. I don't know what the lesson is there. Uh, Brother Bry, I didn't have that job. Much the longer. same at 7-Eleven with beer. Though. If anybody knows, did you say Mike Wagner? Maybe it was yeah. Mike Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do, All right. Yeah. If anyone yeah. knows which Wagner we're talking about, hit us up. Cousin Sal against the lots at gmail.com. He was a good we guy, appreciate though. I like Wagner. I like Wagner. Um, uh, yeah, so that, that's not even Dairy Barn anymore. It's, what is it, like milk uh, and it's, something? It's still there, What's but now the... They were all they're all independently owned now, so it's just depending on whatever the oh, owner really? wants to call. Isn't it called like yeah. uh, milk and sunshine or some shit? What what do they call it? It could it could be something like uh-huh. that, but still still the same premise. However, all right, Bry. Speaking of still the same premise, your Raiders still the same premise <laughs> at Kansas City this week. Eight and a half, forty seven and a half is the over under. Oh, man, I know they blew out Las Vegas. The Chiefs did in the Legion three weeks ago, and that kind of reignited their season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I keep doing this every week. I don't think the Raiders are going to go away <laughs> just yet. Jacobs is back. He's healthy. He's serviceable. Not a great game last week, but he's serviceable when healthy. That offense moves a little differently when he's clicking. Renfro, 19 targets in the last two weeks, 236 yards. It doesn't seem like – I'm not going to say – Without Waller, they're better, but you know, Kark it still has a, a quarter and a half, two quarters of uh, good football in them. Certainly has a backdoor cover in them here. Eight and a half is a big number. The Chiefs have scored 22 or fewer in five of the last six. Now, the one that wasn't fewer was against the Raiders. I think they scored 41, but they're three and 10 against the number in the last 13 versus the AFC. 26 21. I think you lose, Brian, but I think it's close. Mm-hmm. 
Well, you guys have to promise me. I, I can't take any more Raiders games, guys. I'm just it's, it's just like either, it's, either side. It's yeah. torture. What a season, bro. What a season. It's torture. It's funny. One of my good friends yeah. is, who's a huge Raider fan, too, he texted me before saying that this game is a mortgage bet uh, on mm. the, mortgage bet on the Chiefs. Um, really? Which, yeah, uh, it's not a bad idea. I thought about it. I legit thought about it for about 15 minutes that I should fly to Vegas and Put it really I don't crazy think so. Bit. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, but I'm, I'm. I definitely don't think you should I'm fly staying, to drive I'm to New staying Jersey. Away from different things, but I'm going to go the under 19 points for the Raiders. Mm. Okay. Uh, it's ridiculous how good this Chiefs defense has been. It really is. Uh, they've given up 11 points per game over their last five, and 17 was the most they gave up in that span. You know, even you guys saw it. How much the the mm. Cowboys even struggled to move the ball against them. Um, the Raiders have scored 16 or less in four of their last five. It's, you know, it's been hard for us to score touchdowns. Our running, you know, Jacobs actually looked a little bit better last game, but our running is just not there because our line is just, we don't have a, you know, they're okay in pass protection, but running and run block has just been terrible. I think Casey's offense will, will make enough plays to extend some long drives against the Raiders, keep the Raiders offense off the field. So I'm going to go with under 19 points for the Raiders. All right. So win 18-17. Make it interesting, Brian. Sure. You win your bet. Raiders win. They extend this <laughs> crazy season one more week and see what happens. Shake uh, up the AFC West. Uh, all right, Mikey Meatballs, let's hear that Better Edge intro. You get the edge. You get the glory. You're the winner. Yes, that's good stuff, Harry. That that might be your favorite song. Was that on your Spotify uh, rap? I'm not sure. Do you even know what I, I'm talking about? When I say Spotify rap. Oh, yeah, I do. You that have no fantastic music. You have no idea. All right, <laughs> Buffalo, Tampa Bay. That is our better edge game of the week. Tampa Bay, minus three, 53 and a half. I'm not taking the side here. I don't like this. I think it's too low. I think people are too down on Buffalo, and the line is only three. Something fishy is going to happen here, but not in terms of scoring. No brutal win to deal with this week for the Bills. Eighth in passing yards per game, Buffalo is versus the middle of the pack. Bucks secondary. Brady continues to put off lofty numbers in his quest to win his fourth MVP award. The over is 6-0 and in the last six games where the Bills are an underdog. I see it 30-27-ish. We have a chance with this over, guys, because someone other than Harry is taking it. But you guys all like Tampa Bay. Parley Kid, start us off. So my better edge goes to Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus three. They're better in the trenches. I think what we've seen with Buffalo is they are soft. The Buffalo Bills are soft on the on both sides of the ball, on the offensive line and defensive line. This is where Tampa Bay wins games at this time of the year. Brady is the better quarterback over Allen. He cements his MVP award this week. Tampa Bay covers this minus three. All right, Harry, you're going bucks as well. I am, Sal. I, I do smell this game being a little fishy, like you said, but I'm still taking the bucks. I think it's a better choice. Tampa Bay, 5-0 straight up at home this season. Brady has been very good. The Bucks have scored 30 points in three straight games. And they've looked large because of running back Leonard Fournette. Last two weeks, Fournette's got five total touchdowns. Bills are in disarray 
with absolutely no running game, Brady and the Bucks are the better edge in this matchup versus Buffalo. Bry, clean sweep, which means um, yeah. have a shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. My better edge goes to Tampa, minus three. But yeah, we did this on uh, Monday night, right? All three of us took the Bills, and you mm-hmm. took the under, which was a smart bet. You going over, and then we're all going against the Bills, so that maybe <laughs> this is bad for us. Uh, but the Bucks are just a different team at home. They've won their last four home games by an average of 26 and a half points. Uh, the Bucks don't run a ton, but when they do, they are still pretty effective. And I'd expect, like Harry said, I expect Fournette to have a big game in this one. It is a very fishy line, though. I, I agree with that. But if they, you know, if, if this Tampa team, you know, the fact that they beat Indy on the road here, they can beat Buffalo at home uh, and they'll cover this three. All right. There you go. There's our better. By the way, I was just thinking about it. It's, uh, you know, you went against a team in Buffalo. Uh, the Patriots threw the ball three times the entire game. And now you're going against Tom Brady, who threw 13 times in his first drive. They're going to be like, what the hell is going on here? Get us on the bus. We don't know what's going on. Uh, that's our better edge. Let's hear the music once again, Mike Meatballs. You get the edge. All right, The Edge is brought to you by Better Edge, the no-fee sports betting marketplace. That's right, betteredge.com does not charge a VIG or fee on any bet. Harry, your pick, the Bucks. right? You love it. You're doing it. Head on over to betteredge.com slash AAO Harry to back or fade his picks. How about that, Harry? You're in a URL all of a sudden. Yes, that's (laughs) that's B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com slash AAO Harry and get a free $10 when you sign up with code AAO. Yes. Now $10, you can make nine bets on Aiden Hutchinson to win um, <laughs> at a $1. Heisman right. at a dollar 10. You can make nine. Yeah. And you have 10 cents left over. There you go. Betteredge.com. That's going to be fun. Uh, some game. All right. Chicago at Green Bay. This is not going to be some game. This game is rarely ever good. I get it. It's one of the great rivalries in all sports, except it never produces a good game. And I don't know why I wasn't flexed. It's a 12 and a half point spread. Packers obviously favored at home. 43 and a half is the over under. They won this game in Chicago 24 14 back in October. Green Bay had four sacks. Justin Fields, all right, it was early on. He couldn't do anything. Not sure he's progressed. I'm not sure he's even playing. What's going on with him? Um, nothing indicates that he'll do anything this Sunday night. I'm sick of believing in the Bears and I'm sicker of picking against the Packers. And that should be enough. We saw David Montgomery, and now he's banged up again, although he'll probably play. I'm just going numbers here. Bears 1-6 against the spread in the last seven overall. Packers 5-0 and against the number in the last five home games. This is a 30-13 to final right in there, Parley Kid. What do you think? Yes, um, I'm on board. Uh, we should be collecting money on the Packers since, I think, week one. I think yep. they're 10-1 and one against the spread. Uh, we have, Why haven't we been collecting money all year long? How can I go against this team? Uh, I normally would, but, you know, we talked about this before with Aaron Rodgers. Most quarterbacks would not get away with saying that he owns a team, right? Mm-hmm. He owns Chicago. He Rod, But Rodgers is the guy, you know he's going to back up what he said. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of other teams might rise and say, you know what, we're going to come out and we're going we're gonna to shut down the Packers. Doesn't matter. If things work out for Aaron Rodgers, he does own the Chicago Bears team. I don't care what the number is. This Packers team, they cover spreads. Rodgers covers the Bears offense is just not good enough. Defense is overrated. 
Uh, 12 and a half is really not an issue here. And, and by the way, put him on your three-team teams oh, yeah. as well. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He owns the Bears. I was thinking about this morning. I was thinking, I don't know, there's no way to dig up a stat on this, but has any quarterback won more games when their top lineman has been out or top two lineman and oh. top receiver has been out? It really just doesn't seem to matter no. for Aaron Rodgers, no, right? I, I don't I even think it's that. close. Like every other but that, that also has to, pretty much. Yeah. That also has to be a tip of the cap to the coaching staff no. for coaching the backups up. Here they, we they go. Because uh, we've seen <laughs> it. When the Cowboys lose an offensive lineman, they fall apart. Well, everybody. Yeah, almost every quarterback has right? trouble. But, yeah, I but know. I don't know if it's the quarterback so much as the coaching at that point, right? What? I mean, uh, Dak Prescott doesn't seem to elevate his game when guys are – is that Dak or is it – you want to blame that on Dak? You want to blame that on the coaches not having the guys prepared? Well, how did Mike McCarthy have him prepared in Green Bay for <laughs> Rodgers to have all these games? No. Maybe, I don't maybe. know. I have no idea. I, I just, I, I just think way, he's vastly right. better than than the Devontae average Adams is out. Yeah, Rodgers throws somebody else the ball. Yeah, Doesn't it just matter. seems like that's even where he thrives. So anyway, yes. moving on. Next game: Baltimore at Cleveland. They played a couple weeks ago. Baltimore beat him up. Uh, Cleveland now two and a half point favorite. Forty two is the over under. Browns coming off a bye. Baltimore coming off a grueling game physically and mentally. Uh, I should like Cleveland more, but I don't trust them. I really just don't. Marlon Humphrey is out for the Ravens in the secondary, which is a problem unless you're going up against Baker Mayfield. Honestly, for the most part, I'm going to go with with the better quarterback the rest of the way, and that's Lamar Jackson. I know he's had his problems, but I don't think Baker steps up, (laughs) rises to the occasion here. I really don't. Eight and two against the spread in their last 10 as a road underdog. The Ravens are Cleveland two and six against the spread last eight home favorite. You know, if Andrews catches that pass or if Jackson takes a little off that pass and the Ravens win, we're back to saying, oh, they are full of shit. They get the job done no matter what in the fourth quarter. And maybe they're a favorite in this game. But just because of that little tip right there in the drop, now Cleveland is expect Everyone gloves Cleveland again. David Njoku out, COVID concerns. I'm taking Baltimore in this one. I think it's uh, about 24-17, somewhere in there. Uh, give me Baltimore. Harry, you're going against me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't love it here. Really should have probably, uh, Cleveland should have probably beat Ravens two weeks ago. But I just think this one more shot I'll give uh, Baker Mayfield here. You know, he's had a week off to get healthy. Um, must win for them. A win would put them a game behind Baltimore. Meanwhile, Baltimore would go to one and three in division. Um, Ravens, four of the last five games, 19 points or less. Uh, Baltimore, one and five against the spread in the last six. Lamar, six picks. His last three games. Come on, Cleveland. I, I took you for the AFC. Get this game here. They don't get care back what in the you division. Did. Get back in the race. And uh, I'm going to take Cleveland winning by a field goal. I don't know. I don't like this game again. I guess this will watch. I just don't. I don't like Baker in this spot. I really don't. Uh, all right, Army Navy, Brian. This is all we have for college till the oh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl on the 18th. But Army seven and a half point favorite. The over under is nine. No, the over under is 34 and a half. I, you know this isn't up yet, but you'll be able to do it by the game. You could you could uh, adjust the team totals here. Navy under 14 and a half is a winner at minus 125. You're crazy if you do anything other than under here. And uh, I went at it with Damashek this morning about this game. I get it. We we all love the troops. We love what it represents. Army, Navy, we love the cannon going off. And then when they kick off, it's just garbage football. It's what we saw Monday night. All right. So 
You're not going to see many pros on the field there. You're going to see bull two wedge over and over and over. And unless there's fumble, they seem to uh, have a good control of the ball. Uh, I don't know. I'm using the same narrative year to year, Brother Bry, but the under hits all the time. I'm sure you have a trend that you want to share with about the under. Yeah. I mean, there's no other bet to make this weekend probably than this one, right? If, yeah, you, right. if you lose, you know, if you lose, you lose, so be it. But you got to take the under. It's now hit 15 straight games army and Navy i mean games. that's insane 15 straight but the crazy thing is i'm i believe I, i've seen this on a couple of different couple of different sites i think we talked about this a few years ago but the service academy games have gone under in 49 of 50 games i mean how is that how how is that possible i mean how the, the crazy thing just is make like you, it you, 27 you it's fine i know it's like you can't make these lines much lower and the funny thing is like army's offense has been pretty good I mean, the uh-huh. fact that, you know, they put up like 60 on Wake Forest this year and, and Navy's has come on too. Um, but it's funny. They, you know, they just know each other, right? Defensively, they're just going to be playing so hard the whole game. You know, right. that, that Army Air Force game was 21-14 in OT, but that was a 0-0 game at half. Navy Air Force was 23-3. I mean, again, the, one of the things you missed out on, Sal, was the one of the great things and the reason i like this is just the uniforms it's it's great to see like when sure, they unveil the new uniforms it's really fun and navy kind of has like a superhero type of feel this year to their <laughs> uniforms but um i don't know if it's like a captain america or whatever they have going on there but it's uh it's really cool to see but i i actually enjoy i actually enjoy this game but it's also probably because i'm betting the under in it are you gonna what if you don't bet it how, how much of this game do you watch um come on I mean, you're a sick person. You're if a sick I'm, individual. I mean, so it might if be I'm gonna be ho- if I'm gonna be home, yeah. If I'm home, I'll watch the whole game. I mean, I'm, I'm looking now. They were two and seven. Navy. They went up against Notre Dame. They lost thirty-four to six, and they passed three times. Yeah. What <laughs> is that giving up or what? Like you really you're that committed to this <laughs> offense? Scored six against Notre Dame. Uh, well, you know, they have some games where they've scored points, but this one usually, it's usually it's, nothing. It's they lost me- 23-3 to Air Force. They lost 49-7 to Marshall. Under, under, under. It's That's at, the only uh, way to go it's with at this. Met Life too this year. And I think it's, the thing oh, right. is, it's supposed to be like 60 degrees on Saturday, which uh, I, I do love when this game is like freezing cold out and the weather's really shitty. I, mean, I do yeah. think it might. Well, it's going to be raining. It's going to be raining. So, so that's going to help. That's, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. There you go. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's go on. Jumping under. back, the NFL playoffs are almost here. And to help you stay on top of the action, FanDuel Sportsbook is giving you a $10 bonus when you place $20 on a same game parlay. Yes, it's up to you. As long as you bet 20 bucks on the same game parlay during the same week of NFL action, you're getting a $10 bonus. Fast payouts, easy to use, safe and secure. America's number one sports book. Same game parlay bonus is live. During weeks 14 and 15, so lock in some winners today and enjoy a $10 bonus on FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up using promo code against all odds to get 30 to 1 odds on either team to win Browns-Ravens matchup. You can win $150 on a $5 bet. That's promo code against all odds exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I'll give you a same game parlay. Let's do it, Harry, for uh, for Ravens-Browns. Same game parlay. Um, what do we like? Oh. Give me Lamar throws a pick. Lamar to throw an interception. Okay. I am going to go. They don't have uh, a lot of the uh, player prop odds. I'm going to go Baker under passing yards. Probably about 240 and 240 right in there. Uh, Bri, you want to pick something? Let's just make this. Uh, Mark Andrews catches over. 
There you go. Mark Andrews catches over, probably about six or something, somewhere in there. There you go. That's the same game parlay. Parlay kid, would you jump yeah. on anything? What would you Yeah, what I would you? I would have said Chubb to score a touchdown. Okay. All winners there. Do it. Put it together. Same game parlay. Fandle number one in the country. You guys, give me your best bet of the weekend. I'll jump on one. We call this Sharp Tank. Starting with you, Parlay Kid. Well, Sal. Hit my sharp tank uh, the other night uh, with the Knicks. I've been pretty solid with this, and this is one that I'm three for three for this year. I'm sticking with it. Both teams to score one plus touchdowns in each half. Oh, you like this? Yeah, because you ready? You like the over? The Bucks, Bills, each score one touchdown plus in each half minus one eighteen. I usually get a plus number on this. Mm. But the books are figuring me out here, Sal. Uh, so this line is sitting at minus 118, but I still like it. I like it. Bucks, you know the Bucks are scoring a touchdown in each half. The Bills get their act slightly together. They'll put one up in each half, and we call this a winner. It'll be four for four. The Bucks are throwing their way down the field for sure for every drive, right? I mean, you got Gronk, like, uh, really looks like uh, Frankenstein, just getting open. <laughs> Somehow he gets himself open. How? 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 And then the yes. Bills will be able to open it up a little too on this Bucks uh, secondary, which has not been uh, stellar. Uh, all right, Harry, what's your sharp tank pick? You had a, wait, you had a winner too, right? Last week? Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you I did dumb over in the Northrop, Northrop <laughs> game. What was it? Winthrop? My Winthrop Furman game over 153 and a half. I've hit four of my last five sharp tanks. That mm. game had 85 points at halftime, hit with five minutes left. Piece of cake. So, Sal, I think I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a parlay this week. And and I think you're gonna like it. It's gonna pay plus two twenty-one. Okay. Let's start with the New Orleans Saints on the money line at minus two fifteen against your dad's Jets. Mm-hmm. Uh Taysom Hill, I think, bounces back here. I think no one needs a win more than the Saints do. The Jets. Uh, last in points allowed, last in yards against. Mm. And if you include the Jacksonville game for the Saints that they played on the road uh, against the Packers, they're 5-2 and two against the spread on the road. Give me the Saints, though, just to win the game against the Jets in New York. And then I'm also going to take it with Green Bay against the Bears, minus 670 money line. We went over this. Mm-hmm. Um, like. Rodgers just owns the Bears. It just happens, and they just win the game. It's a night game. They win the game. And now to the third part of the parlay, like I said, which pays 221, plus 221. Washington, plus four. Sal, I know you like the number here a little bit. Uh, Look, uh, I know I don't love that Logan Thomas is out and McKissick. It's still questionable. But Heineke, seven touchdowns. His last two games, uh, last four games with two picks. The defense is going to give Dak a lot of problems. 4-0 against the spread. Last four uh, Washington is. They've given up just 15 points a game over those games. And just let's not forget, last year against Dallas, the Washington football team, 2-0, 2-0 against the spread and outscored Dallas, 66-19. Yeah. So the parlay is Saints minus 215, Green Bay minus 6 We were terrible Washington, take the plus four just in case the rest fix the game at the end for Dallas to win the game which hopefully that doesn't happen, but I'm going to take the plus four at plus two. Isn't it funny, Parley kid? It sounds like he's making a money line parlay. New Orleans, Green Bay, like, oh, oh well, I'm, uh, I'm going to need the points here with Washington. <laughs> I'll take the four. All right. So pays 221. Amazing. Plus 221. Amazing. Brother Brian, what do you like? 
All right. Well, if I get this one wrong, I'm I'm giving myself. Right. You went. You took. You went against the Islanders the other night. Yeah. Well, I broke their streak, so that was nice of me. Everybody should. Every <laughs> Islander fan should be happy that I did that. Michael should be happy that I did that. Let's um, never take Bry. Let's never take. Let's never take uh, Ottawa for a sharp tank ever again. Well, they were God. Well, the Islanders scored like four goals in their first like eight shots. Right. The Islanders were being outshot like twenty something eight and losing. Uh, so that was a great job by me. But yeah, if I lose again, just um, I'm giving myself a suspension if I lose this week because, oh, you know, Parley Kid, wow. Parley Kid, and, and and Harry were much better after they served their suspension. That's I, true. I, I might That's need true. one. We'll need to I, break. I, I've really struggled here. But yeah, I'm gonna look, go. at, look at Ben. Look at Ben and J Lo. They took a break. And now they're on the top <laughs> of the world. Um, but I'm gonna go to UFC 269. Look, it's great, great, outstanding card this weekend. Um, I debated. The Oliveira Poirier fight. I've I've always loved watching. Uh, I've wa- loved watching Oliveira's fight the last the last couple. I think you know. I kind of think he's the guy, but I'm not going to be a dick and go against Poirier. The again diamonds are guy. Diamonds right? are guy. I yeah, I've blown it on every one of his fights for the most part. <laughs> um, maybe not the maybe not the last one. Um, or let two of the last six maybe or something like that. <laughs> but um, you know, I kind of like Nunez. I was looking at her first round. First round, but I'm staying away from that. I am going to go the Dominic Cruz-Munoz fight. I'm going to take Dominic Cruz to win, minus 105. I got uh, Michael's blessing on this one, too, so I feel a little bit better. Uh, Munoz has lost three of his last four. Uh, His last fight, he lost to Aldo. But, you know, he's kind of a plotting straight, you know, straight ahead type of fighter, whereas Cruz is like in and out. I think he's going to be harder to hit for Munoz. I think... His striking all around game will be a little bit better. This kind of reminds me of Munoz like two or three fights ago, lost to Frankie Edgar, um, where Edgar was kind of just in and out the whole fight. So I think very, uh, very similar feel to this one, but I'm going to take Cruz minus 105. This is a good card. Oh, it's awesome. I'm looking at that. I mean, I recognize all the names here. So, awesome. Uh, awesome card. There's 10, 10, Boye, 10, the, 10 great fights on this card. Amanda Nunez. Yeah. Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, this is something. Why aren't we putting a man in New Year's on every um, Moneyline parlay? Oh, yep. we should. You will. We should. You will. Oh, we should. Yeah. Yeah. We should yeah. for, for, you know. All right. 100%. Now, yeah. Brian, you said the only bet to make this week was the under in the Army-Navy game, and now you're giving me this, <laughs> this UFC well, I stuff. I, I, you know, that if we weren't covering that game, the, the under would have been That's my sharp. Right. That would have I been mean, my you're trying to break tank, a sharp but... tank streak here, a uh, losing streak. Ooh, right, yeah. I'm going to go with Harry, who actually does have a, a bit of a streak going here. Um uh, Washington plus four. Let's root for Cowboys by a field goal. And I like New Orleans money line and Green Bay money line as well. That pays what, Harry? 221. Plus 221. 221. There you go. Those are our Sunday and Saturday selections. Check it out. Check us out at the arcade. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Hit us up at the shop. Buy some uh, hoodies. Buy some stickers. Buy some T-shirts. 20% goes to no kid Hungry, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Buy tickets to the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl December 18th, sponsored by Stiefel, LABowlGame.com. Tickets start at $32. Email us, Cousin Sal Against All Odds at gmail.com, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the degenerate trifecta, I'm Sal, saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na